you watched the Oscars, I'm sure you were one of the many uh, <laughs> little monsters uh, that were uh, greatly upset. Do not, was not do not put me in that box, sir. Mm. No, absolutely not. Is it because it's a? It could be construed as a short joke, or you just really hate See, the Gaga fan? I'm so, so comfortable much. with my hype, Mike. I didn't even consider that as a short joke. Like I didn't think so. I thought it was a slight against this great performer that you, you <laughs> seem to test. You just yeah, hate she's her the so worst. much. <laughs> a, a natural progression, right there, Lady Gaga, Dave. Just <laughs> well, you host a show called well, like I mean. In theory, called Awards Don't Matter, which seemingly missed the entire Oscar season as far as releasing an episode. Can't which, depend on you know, any of my... Always I, good. It's become a running joke, Mike, but I just... I mean, this isn't really true of Andrew. It's most of the others. But you are really my only dependable co-host, which is, is sad. really sad because not that you're not dependable. You are, but you're like dependable in spurts. Like you're like, let's record 19 episodes and then never talk again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> albums, Dave. Yes. Albums. You know, I, I like projects. I don't, I don't, uh, endless, endless weekly progression <laughs> of our bullshit. Right. I'm just not That's why we don't usually talk about but new releases or things that are on TV. I don't. I think uh, I don't think that people have enjoyed the new releases. The Batman episode was just you know one of many. And I think uh, well, yeah. I mean, just... every, I think every podcast in the world, even even shows like you had like three different episodes mm. <laughs> on mm-hmm. the Batman. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't really that lot. much meat on the bone either. After you know having seen the thing, um, thankfully I can credit DC. It's not a Zack Snyder movie. Um, so I'm you guessing... You mean Oscar-winning Zack exactly. Snyder? That's what I was getting at. I'm assuming <laughs> the fan base for Matt Reeves enjoyed the film, enjoyed Batman, but they don't give a shit about campaigning for edits or supercuts or... You know, nope. they, just, they just dump the Joker scene on YouTube. Like, eh, there it is. <laughs> Here it is, you idiots. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I That was maybe... I mean, favorite part of the Oscars is disingenuous because, like, at this point, I'm just rooting for abject failure, which I pretty much Mm. got this year. So that was good. Um, But the idea of the Academy going, like, let's tap into the youth and let's have a Twitter vote Mm. (laughs) on two different moments and awards. And you just anyone who spent more than five minutes on Twitter knew exactly where this was going to end up. And it did. So the Academy got exactly what was coming to it with opening up the voting to Twitter bots uh, everywhere. So you knew Snyder. Snyder, this is the only... I'm, I'm going to make this call. This is the only Oscar that Zack Snyder is ever going to win. Uh, so good for him. But not even really an Oscar. A mention on yep. the Oscars? Well, according to IMDb, two Oscars for Zack Snyder. Oh. Um, I didn't mind it, uh, only in that it provided one of the few surprises other than a man, a man being slapped on stage, which, you know, uh, was a great surprise there. Um, um, I will have to admit, I wasn't that surprised that, uh, a Scientologist could not lay a man out, uh, even with a sucker <laughs> You know, punch. it's funny, like, I haven't mentioned this to anyone else, uh, but fuck it, I'll just say it here. The least impressive thing about that is the fact that, like, he didn't knock Chris Rock down. Chris Rock is not a big dude. Skinny dude. And he was leaning right into it with a big grin on his face. Oh, we're going to play wrestle. Yay. (laughs) And I was like, I would be embarrassed if I was Will Smith that I didn't at least stagger this Mm -hmm. tiny man. This would be like, like, this would be like you slapping me and me just sitting there taking it, just being like, eh. 
Hmm. No big deal. That was weird. <laughs> Why did you what, do what that? What a weird thing for you to do. <laughs> um, but, so, you know, discounting that uh, surprise to all, uh, I just didn't realize that Johnny Depp had a movie or that his fan base would get him as one of the top God five moments. I had no Mini idea what Mata, that thing was. I, I don't I don't know. I, I had heard it. I had heard it mentioned only in the uh, only in the context of this award. Like I heard it rumblings that this was doing well, and I was like, "What the fuck is that? What is Mini Mata? I've never even heard of that." And like you and I are movie guys. Like even if we're not interested in a movie, we've usually heard about it. Like like because oh, we need yeah, our fix. Sounds... We're constantly looking yeah. for something, something new <laughs> exactly. to watch. And yeah, I didn't I didn't know what it was. So I don't know. Let's go to safer territory. We were always intending to uh, to discuss House of Gucci at some point, um, and then I think you know that it came out. Didn't it come around Thanksgiving? It was like you know, an old fashioned yeah. holiday release, and then nothing else other than Spider Man. Yep. It was a name that sounded so sweet, so seductive, synonymous with words, style. But that name was a curse, too. I've been a Gucci all my life. Your name is in the history books. Paolo, if you are Gucci, you need to dress the part. It's chic. She needs new blood. It's time to take out the trash. We're my family. So am I. You picked a real firecracker. She's a handful. Bravo. Um, and I believe I caught uh, your letterbox rating and your disapproval. For some, or maybe it was a tweet. I knew Dave not was not happy. Which amused me to to no end because uh, we did a podcast once on Cruella and both of us were like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's pretty fun mm-hmm. for a Disney movie. You know, a little long. But uh, this look at the fashion industry for adults without the Disney Plus. Cruella is ten <laughs> times the movie it. House of Gucci is. And like if you had asked me which one I thought was going to be better and more entertaining, I definitely would have thought House of Gucci. It's got a star-studded cast, Ridley Scott uh, directing it, like, I mean, Pacino, uh, Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, like, okay, this is going to be, even if it's bad, it's going to be fun. Like, they're going to take some really big swings, and I'm going to enjoy myself. And they took swings, uh, and that's about as close as I get Mm -hmm. to agreeing with what I thought this was going to be. Let me guess, um... Some of your main okay. criticisms. One is Lady Gaga. You're, you're like unmatched <laughs> hatred for this very small woman no, who's been very successful in spying. She, is, she is fine in this movie, except for that horrific accent. Uh-huh. The accent that kind of is going. Which yeah. got to mention on the, yeah. the Oscars. Yep. That was the you know, yep. that was a bit. Yep. Um, I don't agree with. I've seen a lot of criticism, other than you know, obviously the the Will Smith shenanigans, um, or even Chris Rock with his his joke. I I'm wondering why. Regina Hall or the writers got a pass when they basically alluded to their open marriage, like that Jada Pinkett wouldn't care right. if Will Smith 
joined her yeah. and left, can't, left can't his wife. Can't be slapping ladies, Mike. You can't. <laughs> well, no, you definitely <laughs> you definitely should not. Hot I don't take. really think you should be slapping <laughs> yes, agreed, anyone. Agreed. Um, I mean, the, great, the greatest thing but, I kept hearing about this, not to focus on this, but like, do you think Will Smith would have had the same reaction to The Rock as he did to Chris Rock? You oh, know oh I mean? no, no. <laughs> like, he's not getting no, up there. Him, him, you know, him and... I don't even think uh, Jada no. would either. Nope. I, don't, uh, nope. I don't. It's fine. You know, I, I don't know if it's the. Um, I've never thought of Chris Rock as being particularly edgy, especially in his like after he became wildly right. successful. Right. I felt like he just sort of he found that, that sort niche. of happy medium yeah. where he could play in the mainstream, that sort of thing. Um, I think it's safe to say, though, that The Rock, not being a stand-up comic, is just seen as sort of gregarious right. for the most just, part. And just like a, a nice showman. fellow. So I don't know. No, they yep. wouldn't play the same. Mm-hmm. Right. But so putting all that aside, um, you know, so House of Gucci, they took their, I guess, their one shot. Um, <laughs> the, the last duel did as well, although that ended up being more uh, thematically relevant <laughs> when a, a man's wife was impugned <laughs> by Chris Rock. <laughs> Strangely enough, that would have been a better but, fit. Who knew? <laughs> How dare they take a shot at that Ridley Scott movie when it was like, right. no, 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 this matters right. still. And like, you yeah. know, it's one of those things that like, I, I really like Ridley Scott as a director, but his highs are real high and his lows are real low. Like you just really never know what you're going to get. And this year we got both. Um, we got a really, really good movie in The Last Duel and we got The House of Gucci. Uh, which is the other hmm. side thing. So you really didn't like this. I, I oh, enjoyed man. this. I thought there's, well, it's two hours and forty Way minutes. Way too long. So Way I think, too long. Look, I feel like that's, that's the been norm like, now. It's been the year of this. I, I don't know if it's trying to emulate uh, television, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, people are used to like miniseries, but I don't know if there's that much material here, especially when you're going for what would I call this? Like high trash. I think, you know, it's high production value. A lot of people that have got some really great work in their filmography, you know, including um, mainly Ridley Scott. I don't know. (laughs) Lady Gaga depends on how you feel about stars born. That's what I thought of you, Dave, because I thought these are the people ruining the Oscars because the last movie I remember normal people talking about that was like an Oscar contender was a yeah. star is born and the Academy yeah. shun- nope. shunned it. They wanted them to perform. Come yeah. play your little silly song. Like we did That's with fun. the, with Billy Eilish and you know, the weird <laughs> Bruno thing that families apparently know about, which I just, nah. you know, nope. yet again, it just makes me feel good about myself that I don't have children. I made that choice long ago, but house of Gucci to me, you know, yeah. Other than being a little sick, uh, I don't mind so much the, the wildly divergent accents. I don't really mind that the actors appear to be in movies in their own mind. It feels like Quinn Scott was <laughs> do like, whatever just do whatever you, you want. I'm just, I'm just going to roll the ball yeah. out there and, you know, however you want to shoot your shot, go for it. I don't really mind it so much, um, but it sits more in that camp of something like wild things for me than it does Oscar yeah. bait. Sure. So. Sure. I don't know if it's just missed intentions. I'm I'm treating it the way I <laughs> I would have shot it, which is yeah. This is um, you know let's let's get um, more sex in here. Let's let's sex this up. Not with no, Jared Leto oh, though. God. Uh, I don't even care. I don't even care God, with the makeup the or anything. Just just, just, just not in general. Worst. The worst part of this movie. Um, this is a movie that mm-hmm. I wanted to either be a lot better or a lot worse. Like 
You know, like okay. it's yeah. I think we're saying yeah, the same thing. It's just in this that, like that kind regard. of mediocre thing that should have been a lot more entertaining, uh, given all of the talent involved. And I, you know, I think if you take Jared Leto out of the movie, it's probably a lot better. Like, talk about being in, talk Which about being in your own movie because a lot of critics liked him. A lot of people like they really like now that guy. That's he's going places. He sounds like one of the Mario Brothers. In this movie, like it is so such an over the top Italian accent that I'm like, no human has ever sounded like this. Like this, <laughs> this is clearly a joke. And you are in a very, very different movie than everyone else. Because I will say, like, you know, for better or worse, I think the script the script is horrible. Like it's all over the place. It takes too long in places where it should be quick, and it's too quick in places where it should be long. And it just is really jagged. Um, but everyone else is taking it very, very seriously. I think Lady Gaga is fine. I think Adam Driver looks kind of mildly embarrassed to be around this product. Like, he just feels like, I'm trying here, but there's not a lot for me to go on. Does that fit the character? It might. It might. I, I might make that work a little bit. I mean, I know nothing about the the real people involved here. I just want to put that. I don't even know if the film. Yeah, I don't think they do either. either. But... No, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, Al Pacino is trying very hard uh, in this movie. Like, and there's, there's a lot of that. And I, I appreciate the fact that everyone involved in this is absolutely game for what they're doing. And it it just goes to show you how hard it really is to make a great movie. Because uh, this has all the components of something that could or should be great. But if you go sideways in one or two spots, like um, especially a movie this epically long and this lusciously filmed, like as far as the cost on screen, like, man, it can go wrong really easily. Right. And this movie really does. Like, I think I lasted about 30 minutes and then I realized like, oh, this is going to be bad. Like, this is going to be really rough to watch. And there's all these sequences where, like, main characters just get left behind for, like, 40 minutes. And then all of a sudden, Adam Driver reappears, and you're like, oh, yeah, that guy. That guy was, like, the focus of this movie in the beginning. Like, I kind of liked him and Lady Gaga together. I liked their flirtation. I liked uh, I liked the sex scene that they had together. That was really, really good. Uh, but then, you know, things go wrong very quickly as they do in a story like this. But then the movie becomes completely imbalanced. And we're just like, we're going to follow Lady Gaga on her path on her path towards like, now I'm going to put a hit out on this guy. And it's like, how do we get here? Exactly. <laughs> like I get, you know, hell hath no fury and all that, but what? <laughs> she didn't like the seating chart at the right. ski lodge, Dave. <laughs> didn't you get it? <laughs> Just as good a reason right now? <laughs> to hire an assassin. It's interesting. I, I actually didn't mind that, that element of it because it, you know, I think it came out at a good time for, for the world. Yeah, nothing else <laughs> was happening. People trying to support, <laughs> Well, you know, the whole the whole eat the rich mentality. Sure. Now, of course, it's skewed through the lens of someone that is fine with the excess right. as long as the, as the long goods as are I coming have their it, way. It's fine. <laughs> am I any better than this character played by Lady Gaga? I no, am probably only not. because I don't have access. <laughs> if I had that kind right. of as soon oh, as yeah, I'm granted access. Right off course. Yes. Eat the rich. Unless I'm the rich, then leave me alone. <laughs> Look Look at our little hobby in the movie podcast world. As, some, as soon as someone gets access to an interview or a screener... Fuck everybody else. Suddenly it's the, just mine! Yeah. Mine! <laughs> well, also, uh, you know, <laughs> not really heavy hitting as far as when it comes to uh, criticizing what's been made available right. to you. 
Which is always interesting to me, because unless you're getting paid, who, cares? who, yeah. who gives a fuck, Agreed. really? Um, but, uh, yeah, Patricia here taking away her lifestyle, which is what it is weird because I don't think she's destitute, no. right? It's just that when you've been to the mountaintop, if you have to move down the slopes a little bit, now this so sucks. she's in the poorhouse. <laughs> I'm only comfortable. Oh, this is the worst. Here's where I will give Lady Gaga and the film a lot of credit. I do not think they had much association with the uh, real individual who committed these crimes or i don't mean i don't even know if i should say allegedly if you're actually i think like, we're safe <laughs> if, you're, if you're convicted i guess we can say um yeah uh due process and all that i uh i, I don't think that they ever tried to make her sympathetic i feel like a lot of true crime yeah. portrayals it's like well they had their reasons you, right, you have to get really right. into the the character and uh you know, I've, I've seen different actors' clips where they, they feel like they have to totally see it from their point of view. Right. I don't know if you say that's a detriment to Lady Gaga's performance, that it still feels like she's kind of outside <laughs> of this person, knowing that she's a fucking joke, yeah. and she's going to play yeah. it in that way. Yeah. I enjoy no, that, No, I, I actually like that particular take on it, and it's actually in direct opposition to, you know, since we're talking about Oscars, um, the film that won uh, Best Actress in a Leading Role. Uh, this year for Jessica Chastain mm. that paints Tammy Faye Baker in a really nice light. Like, just like, oh, poor Tammy Faye. She didn't really know. And look, she likes gay people. She can't be all bad. Mm-hmm. And that, like, I, you and I know we're both in the same camp. Love Jessica Chastain. Amazing actress. Beautiful. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. But her speech was, and I knew it was coming, and I was just like, gritting my teeth the whole time but it's basically it basically became a like let's talk about lgbtq plus rights uh because tammy would have liked that she lived her life with love mm-hmm. and it was like she was part of a partnership that robbed poor people like what are we talking mm-hmm. about here so i like the fact that in this movie in house of gucci they don't really make an effort to paint anyone in a good light like these are all terrible people like, without exception, even Jared Leto's character, who is painted as kind of the bumbling fool, but still, he's not, like, a nice guy. Like, he's not someone you root for. He's, he's an total, asshole. He's, he's a, a pompous yeah, asshole. absolutely. Pacino maybe is the only one they paint in kind of a nice light, but even him, they're just kind of like, yeah, but he's rich, so fuck him. You know, it's like, which I appreciate <laughs> that, that take on things. Whereas, you know, the eyes of Tammy Faye or Tammy Faye sitting in this mansion and going, I wonder how this money got here. Huh, that's odd. I'm just not going to question mm-hmm. it. <laughs> like, what are we, what are we talking about here? I mean, you make a good point. Like, she could have legitimately been unaware about a lot of, of things. Uh, like the characters here in House of Gucci. Like, they, you know, they, Jared Leto's, you know, uh, <laughs> Paolo is, is an idiot. He's a fool. But he's not without the ability to be a snake when it suits him. Like, he, he may not be he totally aware. <laughs> <Like it's... laughs> but he does have his eye on the ball as it relates yeah. to him yeah. a lot of times. And so the mistakes that he makes, you know, the business decisions that are quite stupid, his intention is to benefit him. He just doesn't really, you know, dot all the I's across all the T's. This movie is going to be interesting in the future. I think five you know, versions I, down. Ridley Scott no, finally nails it. No, stop it. No, <laughs> don't do that, Ridley. Don't you fucking dare. Um, no, but you know, when you have expectations for a movie, uh, given the cast, given the crew, all that stuff, 
it has a lot to live up to. And I wonder if I rewatch this in a couple years without all that baggage, knowing that it's going to be kind of trashy and not live up to that, if I'll be able to enjoy it a little bit more. Because there are good things here. It's not as if it's, I mean, like I mentioned, I wish it was worse. I wish it was high camp. I wish it was ridiculous. I wish this was like John Waters does House of Gucci. That would be amazing. And it's definitely not that. But there are things to enjoy. There are pieces of performances that are really good. So if I watch it down the line, it might be, it might, the the rating might go up a little bit. It might be a, a little more enjoyable. But it's hard to do that with a movie that's two hours and 40 minutes long. Like, yeah, and this movie didn't it. I don't know. Maybe it was just me, but I felt like it felt stretched. Like it felt like we were trying to make this into an epic story when we probably could have told it in two hours. Uh, but it's Ridley Scott and it's it's got a big budget. So let's really go for it. Yeah, I was trying to compare it to uh, The Counselor, which I think is uh, kind of apt because that now that one was reviled. Yeah. I think this one got negative reviews some positive it was very sort of middle of the road it was not like divisive the counselor. <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't think house of gucci was it's not like the snyder cut where like people were like losing their fucking minds like you know saying it's the worst thing in the world or the best yeah, but, except for the gaga fans like the crazy guy like i have i have friends that like gave this movie bad reviews and got like death threats like gaga fans are fucking now. wild man yeah i mean not like things that you would be worried about but people saying like you know you should be killed don't come here <laughs> I mean, blah 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 and i was like what the still fuck? not great you know you still don't want, yeah <laughs> want, want those dms it's weird man <laughs> people are weird well i'm glad uh i won't receive that i've set you up you know for That's death right. threats but not myself come on little monsters uh, bring it uh, dave i don't know why you do this to yourself why you engage with the internet in such a fashion Me neither uh the counselor though was uh, pretty much universally reviled and then i think became through its like awfulness somewhat of like an, an interesting experience for people like no no it's so totally. bad you should watch it um <laughs> and then I, I i will admit that the the home video version it didn't make it suddenly good but it didn't. It wasn't just as wildly stupid. There wasn't those gaps. Um, see, and I've never seen the theatrical version. Okay, because I didn't see it in theaters. I only saw the home video version. And I was like, that's eh, not that bad. Like, mm -hmm. there's some stuff to enjoy here, and you can kind of see what he's getting at. It's not like one of Ridley Scott's best or mm -hmm. anything, but you know, it's fun. I had a good time. Another God, that man puts together casts. Mm -hmm. Like, Jesus. Like, Ridley Scott shows up and they all come running, man. It is interesting, though, that I think the counselor is probably more effective at camp, even though it's based on a screenplay from yeah. Cormac McCarthy. Cormac McCarthy! It seems to be <laughs> more effectively campy than House of Gucci, which I think is trying at times to it's be campy. Mm -hmm. So can you... Yep. That's you know that's an odd thing. Can you effectively attempt camp, or do you have to accidentally catch it like lightning in a bottle? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I mentioned him already, but I think the only person that I know of from my experience in watching movies that has managed to capture this is John Waters. Like, John Waters knows camp and he knows exactly what he's doing. Most people find this accidentally. Uh, and it's like, well, we, it ends up we made a really shitty movie, but it's found lean an audience mm -hmm. because of that shittiness. Like, let's just, yeah, super lean into this and have a good time. And it kind of, like, there was rumors that, you know, Ridley Scott has a longer director's cut. And I'm like morbidly curious about that. Like, I, I wonder, <laughs> yeah, go for it. 
Go, give me four hours of this nonsense. I don't know. Why I was not? To see who is this Universal? I think I can't remember MGM. I don't know who owns the rights to this. I don't know where. You know. God, who knows? Um, and it, it is. I mean, weird. physical media is dead anyway. So well, that's you the know. thing. Like clearly, uh, you know, HBO Max has set the precedent that streaming can have a version of a director's cut. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to be as fucking expensive. You don't have to throw like a hundred million dollars at it, but uh, Jesus, sure. yeah. I don't know Peacock or whoever could host this. Why not? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, go for it. I had a side conversation with uh, my co-host on Trilogy and Theory because he sent me a text saying, you know, a year of Peacock or six months for this, and, and Peacock is sort of the one like you know everybody's sort of bitched about. Too many fucking services. Like we we right, asked right. for cable to go away. This is this is our line in the sand. Fucking give us, peacock. Give us a la carte. <laughs> I'll pick what I want to watch, and then you realize you're like, I don't want to have to manage this. <laughs> like I don't want to have to keep up with all these bills. Can't a company come in and manage mm-hmm. all these services? Yeah. They, Wait a minute. Can they bundle this back up, please? Um, <laughs> I realized in that conversation that Peacock is the only one. That I'm, that I effectively remember as soon as I sign up for it, cancel it because I've had two months of it. I had Halloween Kills month on it. and Marry Me. You know, that's that's it. And as soon as I subscribed, five bucks. Two classics of the form, Mike. That's. I justified it by saying this is this is an iTunes rental for this month. Yeah. Did I yeah. watch anything else on Peacock for that month? No, it was a pure rental play for those. But movies. it's it's also like it's cheaper than going to the movies. Mm-hmm. Right. If you have bought a ticket for Halloween Kills, I mean that's eight or nine bucks or twelve bucks, depending on where you are in the country. I'll just, so Peacock yeah. is cheaper. People know me on podcasts. I would not have bought a ticket for Halloween Kills. Marry me though. They lost some money on me. Yeah, I would have been there. They did. Yeah. on that one. Hell yeah. yeah. I would. It's interesting that you come around to a longer version of House of Gucci, which I want to redirect us. You know, back. We'll finish <laughs> up with the Oscars. They attempt to cut out. Eight awards oh, and end up going God. longer than last year, which three hours and forty minutes? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. just it somehow made me miss the show that didn't have any clips mm-hmm. last year. Like, I think we all owe Steven Soderbergh an apology mm-hmm. after all the bitching and moaning we did. Like, this was this was the first year where I watched the Oscars and I was like mostly disinterested, like. You know, the Oscars has its ups and downs, right? And, you know, there are moments I like and moments I don't. But usually I'm engaged. I was just like, ah, oh, man, who gives a shit? Like, I just, I don't care. Like, I know, I pretty much know what's going to win all these. And, you know, it's, I don't have as much of an issue with Coda winning a bunch of stuff that a lot of people online seem to. I think it's a nice, silly little movie. Did they have an issue with it good. until fine. it became like the favorite, like in the last week? no. Absolutely not. They were totally fine with it until they're like, wait a minute. If I beat Power of the Dog, fuck that movie. Fuck those deaf people. And I was like, whoa, can we relax, uh, guys? Yeah. It's not great. But, you know, I, I you know, I think to me the highlights of the Oscars this year were Ariana DeBose uh, winning for West Side Story. Her speech was very good. And Troy Kotzer, like, you can't get too mad at that. Like, he's genuinely like very happy and very giving and very loving and we got representation on stage like that was wonderful uh but the rest of it it's just kind of like eh, no surprises like i would have loved it if i don't know like andrew garfield won best actor or i think really... a lot of the academy would have been like <laughs> yeah, hey yeah that been they fine. would have <laughs> that been fine get saved that nice little... harmless twink up here it's well, fine well to save <laughs> the six is... minutes of really sort of awkward decision making and you know Ooh, meetings after rough. the fact um, and also, you know, I, I just liked Tick, Tick, Boom better anyway. Oh, so yeah. 
Same, uh, yeah. same. And I liked King Richard. I thought I thought it was mm-hmm. good. Um, but yeah, Tick Tick Boom uh, was kind of an underappreciated movie this year. I thought maybe it would win like best editing, but they just decided we're going to give every award that we don't televise to Dune. We're just going <laughs> yeah the the one every single one the one probably, popular movie the one financially the successful that film that was nominated. Yeah, let's just you know we we're don't not going to film any of this live. I was like, oh, on that note. Guys. Um, you know, I've, I've heard the comparison uh, on another podcast that was like, you know, having it in March, which last year, you know, pandemic times, I think it was late April, but it was also, are they going to be able to put up a show or not? It would be like if you had, um, you know, the NFL playoffs in January and the Super Bowl took place in April. Like, you would like, why? Okay, so under the, you know, the old ways where, you know, being nominated, you would then have a second run or a first run, like sort of the Miramax playbook of we won't release it until we get nominations. And then we play in theaters for two months and we make our money uh, during the campaign season. Since that doesn't exist anymore, since, you know, that's also another reason I want to hate on you for house of Gucci. It's like, we had a rare quasi, I guess I won't say an out and out hit, but financially stable movie targeted at adults that actually got people to to go out and pay, pay their tickets. Um, Since we don't have that anymore, why why is there an an oscar season at the beginning of the year you could have this in january now if if you know everything you have nominated is going to be streaming already there is no you're not giving theaters a bump at all anymore no yeah and especially because like if you pay attention to like oscar twitter which is where it all is now in terms of movies getting bumped up it's all year round it never fucking stops um, so there's no but reason not to real for it to be daytime. Not, not that would no, make any financial no. sense. I mean, other than no, no, lining someone's not. pockets to just talk bullshit all year. But as oh, far as God, actually just talk stats, you know, fucking stat nerds, I just the origin I mean, of this as a production was just advertising for the product. So if right, you're not advertising right. it to anyone other than people that Who already watch it, pay, pay me, <laughs> pay me to talk about Sundance. Right, what is the right. fucking point? Yeah, cut so them off at the, the other knees. thing. I mean, I know that I have a podcast about Oscars, but let me let me explain why Oscars are fucking bullshit, especially. <laughs> and it really hit home this year, is that somebody asked the question online, what do you think would have happened if Netflix had bought Coda mm-hmm. out of Sundance? And I thought to myself, like, that, that shit would have gotten buried on Netflix and never nominated. So the idea that well, like, they we're awarding... It. For one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the way that we're awarding best is fucking ridiculous because you can't sit there and say this is the best movie when if you put it on a different streaming service, it wouldn't have sniffed any nominations. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what would have happened. I mean, it does tickle me that even though I know you hate Power of the Dog, even though I like mm-hmm. Power of the Dog, it tickles me that Netflix was so sure this is the year we're going to win best picture that nope. Nope, nope. You still lost to Apple TV Plus, who buys like four movies a year. Let me like, uh, <laughs> let me give them a little bit of free advice, since they've wasted hundreds of millions of dollars chasing something that is meaningless to their business. Meaningless. Yeah, um, it doesn't help them. Yeah, they're not even in the theatrical <laughs> exhibition industry at all. So who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> why don't they uh, spend a lot of money at something that's entertaining and enjoyable? And I'm not I'm not saying that just because I dislike the power of the dog. The Irishman, Roma, 
A crowd pleaser of some sort. <laughs> I liked all those movies, and entertaining and enjoyable are not top 50 descriptors of those movies I would choose. I mean, because Absolutely what not. Apple did here was, you know, a version of, like, Little Miss Sunshine. Something that's yep. going, that goes down easy. Like great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not, I enjoyed Coda. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that's, that was the, 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 the attack point there. <laughs> Netflix. Yeah, it does exactly what you expect it to do. You know, much like a movie that we both like that came out early this year in Dog. Th- mm. There are no surprises in that movie. There are no oh surprises in Coda. And it's, they're both fun. <laughs> you know how much better Dog is than like, like, I don't, let's see, what do we got? Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, and Dune. <laughs> Everything else, Dog destroys them. Like, the, everything else fucking sucks. Dog is I don't great. know. I think um, I might like The Lost City almost more than any of the Oscar mm-hmm. movies. I had a mm-hmm. great time watching that recently. <laughs> I, I laughed louder at that than I have in a movie in a long time. It was really enjoyable. I miss enjoyable movies made for adults. And we just, it seems like we have cape shit. Um, and then we have very serious important movies for adults and almost nothing in between and i just miss a you know a four quadrant crowd pleaser that does really well and it, those kind of old school star vehicles you know like i actually our mutual friend uh manish is i think planning to write an article about um dog the lost city and uh marry me and being movies that feel like they're out of time. Like, these movies feel like they must have they been like, made at least 10 years ago. Like, like movies. Yes. They don't feel like content on a streaming right. platform. Right. And they don't feel like films, you know, important films that yeah. you need to see. They feel like movies. Go out to the movies. The God whole thing them. we say we like. Yeah, absolutely. Give me that. Well, Fuck the Dave, Oscars. I've got a little bit of good news for you. All right. Yeah, Jared Leto has some serious adult fare coming out this oh, very weekend. Oh, Morbius? Yeah, great. <laughs> Fucking just put a gun barrel in my mouth. Like, this is the worst. The absolute I like, I worst. Would like, I would like to watch that with you, <laughs> All right. You fucking, you fucking said it. Time, think, to, uh, time to cash that check. Thursday at 4 o'clock. So you're in as early as fucking so The best thing is I know there's no way I can convince Tessa to see that movie. There's oh, absolutely no way. I, there's, I'm not even going to suggest it to Brett. She's seen the trailer for two years now, and every time she's like, oh, God. Uh, it's the same as Jackass. When me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs>